0: culture, and he was different, but a very good, refreshing different to me. I spent a lot of time with him, he challenged me in some things in my life, and then I graduated, left school, I didn't graduate, I just left school, and um, several years later I, I got committed to the Lord, came back and I saw him and told him I was a Christian, and, and then he told me he was a Christian. And I said, when did you become a Christian? He says, I've been a Christian the whole time you've known me. I said, why don't you never tell me? He said, I did, you just didn't listen. I said, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. You said born-again Christian? Now, I don't ever remember him saying that. And I think what he was meaning was, I lived it and you should have seen it. I'm going to tell you, that's not good enough. People are looking at you going, what's different about you? And they just think you're a nice person. You need to be able to articulate the reason for the hope that is in you. When people ask you why, look what it says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. It says, sanctify the Lord in your hearts and always be ready. Everyone say, always be ready. always be ready. To give a defense to everyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. And by the way, they don't have to ask. You could just offer in a very kind way. What we're going to do today is we're going to work on our testimony. Now, how many of you in here have five people in your life you know that need Jesus in your life? They need Jesus in their life. Very good. Raise your hand real high. All around, all around, all the campuses. Very good. Keep your hands up. Look around the room. Look around the room. Okay, very good. How many of you would be able to love to say in a very comfortable, non-threatening, loving way, your testimony? Where someone gets saved right there in the line at bonds. Amen? Raise your hand. Real, very good. Very good. Today is the beginning of that process for you. Now, for some of you like, man, I'm uncomfortable. Um, trust me, the devil is trying to intimidate you away from telling the most powerful story you have. This is not hard. And so what we're going to do is we're going to share, we're going to, we're going to write down three parts of our testimony today and we're going to share it with each other. And so now, if you're saying, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know anybody here. Well, you can get to know somebody, but you can share it with yourself. If at the end you don't want to talk to anybody, you can just talk to yourself. That's good. <laughs> if you're not Christian yet, and wherever you are, then I would say to you, you're here for a reason, you must be at least investigating Christianity. Take the lesson plan and write in it what you would like to be true about your life. I would like Jesus to forgive me. I would like not to be addicted. I would like not to be discouraged. So you'll, get, you'll know what I'm talking about when we get to that part. Just write what you would like to. And at the end, we're going to practice with each other and then we're end the service and, you're going to, and, and then you're going to have an opportunity to lead someone to the Lord right here and wherever you are. Can I get an Amen. Amen. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Look at look at. Um, uh, let me just read this to you. Mark chapter five verse nineteen. Sharing your faith is simply saying what God has done in your life, not telling someone else what God needs to do in their life. Mark five nineteen. Jesus heals a uh, cast out demons from a, a demon possessed man over three thousand, and the demon possessed man says, "Jesus, can I come follow you?" And Jesus says, "No." You can't follow me. I want you to go home and tell your friends all the good things I have done for you. That's all we are talking about. All we are talking about. Hey, God saved my life and it's been so good. Do you want some of that? That's it. It's simple. Okay. So I'm going to invite a young lady out. Kimmy, come on out. A young lady out. Give Kimmy a big hand as she comes on out. Hey. It's so pretty like Chelida. so pretty. Good morning. <laughs> like my doll. Okay, so this is my daughter, this is my second daughter, and she is going to read. Uh, take out your lesson plan, and what she's going to do first is she's going to read the whole thing, which is the end goal. What you, what she's going to read right now is what you are going to have in about 20 minutes for your life. And so you know where we're going. We're going to start with the end in mind. And then, we're going to, then we'll start filling it out. So go ahead and read that whole thing, please.
1: Yeah, so as I read, you guys follow along in the guide that you have. I was. My name is Kimmy and I grew up in San Diego. Before giving my heart to God, my life was unfulfilled. I believed I would be happy if I had approval from others. For example, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to strive to impress the people in my life to try to fill the emptiness in my heart. After a while, my behavior began to make me feel I wasn't good enough, and that wasn't working for me. Then Jesus. At this point in my life, my belief about God was that I had to do certain things in order to receive his love and acceptance. But it wasn't until I heard the gospel and that Jesus loved me unconditionally that I began to consider trusting God with my life. I finally decided that I wanted to receive Jesus as my savior. So when I was at one of the lowest times in my life, I proceeded to let God change the way I viewed my self-worth. Afterwards, I didn't view approval from others as my ultimate source of happiness anymore. I now know that the only way to finally receive joy and contentment is by receiving God's unconditional love and acceptance. Since then, in my old life, before trusting God, I found comfort, identity, and fulfillment in attention and approval from others, and used to take every opportunity to conform to who I thought people wanted me to be. After I received Jesus, the things I did with my time changed completely. Now I share my story and focus on using my gifts to help others. My life has changed dramatically. Though I may still struggle with things, they're getting better, and I'm different in so many ways, such as relying more on God to fulfill my need for approval and trusting him in all things. Encouragement for others. Let me encourage you to trust God with your life. He has been so faithful and has never forsaken me, but has always been there for me, and I know he will do the same with you.
0: Amen. Amen. How many of y'all are listening to that going, I can do that. Raise your hand. Y'all are like, you can't do that. Okay. How many of you are listening saying that was very simple. Can I raise your hand? Okay. No? No? Okay. And other campuses, I know y'all are raising your hand a lot. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, First, we're going to fill out the I was section. And let me give you the spirit of it. Before Jesus Christ came into my life, I was... I was empty, I was lost, I was depressed, I was addicted, I I had no purpose. Whatever your truth is, it's really simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the penalty of sin is death. Death of relationship, death of perspective, death of health. That's what you're going to talk about. That's what you're going to write in here. So she's going to read her I was, and then you're going to write in your I was. Can you just read that real Mm -hmm.
1: quick? I was. My name is Kimmy and I grew up in San Diego. Before giving my heart to God, my life was unfulfilled. I believed I would be happy if I had approval from others. For example, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to strive to impress the people in my life, to feel the emptiness in my heart. After a while, my behavior began to make me feel I wasn't good enough and that wasn't working for me.
0: Very good. Okay. Now, simply... you probably could write a book about your I was. This is draft number one. Write something simple and you can work on it for the rest of your life. The spirit of it is. What was your life like before you accepted Christ into your, into your heart? And think about your talking to that person in your life that you know needs God. Amen. Amen. We're gonna give you two minutes on the clock. For the first 90 seconds, there'll be music. The last 90 seconds you'll hear Jeopardy, and that'll tell you there's 30 the last 30 seconds. That means there's 30 seconds left. Lord, I pray you speak to people. I pray in Jesus' name. Against the devil, the spirit of confusion, I pray for clarity, claridad in their minds. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Two minutes. Y'all ready? Was that easy? Very good, okay. Everyone say, I was? was. You can work more on it later. You got the rest of your life, but you get the idea. Now it's then Jesus. Everyone say, then Jesus? Jesus. My wife, when I proposed to marry my wife, we were in our apartment, Callwood Boulevard. 4929 Carwood Boulevard, apartment A8. That building's torn down, not there anymore. It's right down the street from San Diego State. It was 1984. We got married 11 days later because we didn't want to burn in passion and sin, so we got engaged and got married. This is a true story. And I engaged with her in the living room of our apartment, right on our beige couch that we bought at a secondhand place. Got the ring out, boom. She cried, she ran around the room, she was screaming, jumping on the furniture, and she said yes. <laughs> That's how we got engaged. When you ask Christ to be your Savior, you are simply, in, you are simply accepting his invitation into a relationship. When Peter and Andrew accepted the re- invitation to the relationship with Jesus, they were fishing. When James and John were mending nets, Matthew was selling taxes, Zacchaeus was in a tree. And, and Jesus said, Come follow me. And they left all and followed him. The then Jesus part is simply you saying, here's when it was that I accepted Christ. You remember that? You should remember that and be able to explain that. BAM. Just like that. Just like that. So you're gonna give you two minutes and you're gonna share a, a fill-in the then Jesus part. But before we do that, Kimmy's gonna read it so you know what it sounds like.
1: Then Jesus, at this point in my life, my belief about God was that I had to do certain things in order to receive his love and acceptance. But it wasn't until I heard the gospel and that Jesus loved me unconditionally that I began to consider trusting God with my life. I finally decided that I wanted to receive Jesus as my Savior. So when I was at one of the lowest times in my life, I proceeded to let God change the way I viewed my self-worth. Afterwards, I didn't view approval from others as my ultimate source of happiness anymore. I now know that the only way to finally receive joy and contentment is by receiving God's unconditional love and acceptance.
0: So we're going to give you two minutes. And you'll notice on the screen there is a testimony, a sample. That's the sample from my life. If you, uh, if you want to see another example of what you can write in the blanks. Amen. Two minutes. At 90 seconds, you'll hear Jeopardy music that will give you a warning. Here we go. Y'all ready? Say amen if you're ready. Are y'all filling it out? Very good, very good. So everyone say, I was. I was. Say then Jesus. then, Jesus. Say, since then. I used to be lost, then I met Jesus, now I'm found. In Mark chapter 9, verse 25, a blind man was healed by Jesus. The religious critics said, who healed you? He said, a man named Jesus. They said, Jesus is a criminal. He's a, he's a, he's a heretic. He, he's a blasphemous. He couldn't have healed you. And the blind man said this, I don't care about any of that. All I know is I was blind. Now I see. All you're going to do is share in this part is this is what has happened to me. Not I go to church, I do Bible study. That may all be true. But how has God changed your heart, your perspective, your your peace, your sense of uh, purpose and direction in your life? Talk about what he's done in your life. This is what everybody's searching for. They're working, buying stuff, trying to get what Jesus gave you. Articulate that. And then after that, you're going to read the encouragement part, which encourages them to accept Christ as he did in your life. So Kimmy's going to read her Since then, an encouragement, and then we're going to give you two minutes and 30 seconds.
1: Since then, in my old life before trusting God, I found comfort, identity, and fulfillment in attention and approval from others, and used to take every opportunity to conform to who I thought people wanted me to be. After I received Jesus, the things I did with my time completely changed. Now I share my story and focus on using my gifts to help others. My life has changed dramatically. Though I may still struggle with things, they're getting better, and I'm different in so many ways, such as relying more on God to fulfill my need for approval and trusting him in all things. Encouragement for others. Let me encourage you to trust God with your life. He has been so faithful to me and has never forsaken me, but has always been there for me, and I know he will do the same with you.
0: Amen. Okay, I want to pray for you that God would, would, would clarify in you some of those nuggets of what he has done in your life. And you may have even forgotten. And may, you may be writing down what you want him to do in your life. That's fine. But you're going to write down what is he doing in your life. Lord, thank you so much for what you've done in our lives. How you've changed our hearts. Our perspective. Our sense of security and peace and direction. I pray you would remind us those things, that we wouldn't focus on the material things in our life and the tasks that we do, but the quality of life that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Two minutes and 30 seconds. is this Y'all ready? If you have your testimony, wave it in the air. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Okay, very good. Very good. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to read the together out loud at the very end of your lesson plan. It says, asking Jesus into your life is as easy as A, B, C. We're going to read that together out loud. Okay? Are y'all ready? Read it with me. On one, two, three. Asking Jesus into your life is as easy as A, B, C. Gospel ABCs, Father, I admit that I am a sinner and that my sin has brought death and destruction into my life, my relationship with people and my relationship with God, Romans 3.23, 6.23. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and that his death paid the penalty for my sins, Romans 5.8. I confess or agree that Jesus is Lord, that he died and rose from the dead. And is able to forgive me of my sins, Romans 10, 9, and 10. Jesus, I trust that you love me and can hear my prayer. By faith, I ask you to please forgive me and fill me with this Holy Spirit. I surrender my life to you. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Keep reading, look what it says after that. If you understood that prayer and prayed to accept Jesus' invitation into a relationship, text SAVE to 52525. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I was, I used to be on drugs, I used to be lost, then Jesus, then someone shared the gospel with me at the airport, at church, on the radio, I was by myself. Since then, I have more purpose in my life, I have more strength and direction in my life, and more power to fight against my temptation. Would you like to ask Christ to be your Savior? That's 30, 20 seconds. That's how simple this can be. Amen? Don't make it complicated. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you, we're going to give you a few minutes to share with somebody around you. And you can pick someone you don't know. And if you don't want to share and just want to listen, just say, come someone share with me. Practice on me and just listen. Okay? And we're going to give you a few minutes to share with somebody around you your story. And here's all you have to do. Just read it all the way through. Now, when you get to the end, all the way to the end where it says the gospel ABCs, read through the ABCs. And then ask the person... Would you like to be saved? Whether the, you know them or not, whether you know they're saved or not, just go by practice. And if they say yes, lead them through the prayer. A, repeat after me. B, repeat after me. And then text saved at the end if they get saved. Amen? Amen. amen. I wanna thank you for sticking with this, because I know some of y'all come and, and you just wanna listen. This is now, we're all in it together, because all y'all got some people in your life that need to hear this. Can I get an amen? And so you got ten, uh, just 10 more minutes to be with us and I want you to stick it out because you're like, I, I don't want to get it uncomfortable. Jesus got real uncomfortable for us. This is, this is a small price to pay for someone's salvation. Can I get an amen? Okay, so let me pray for you and I want you to pick somebody and I want you to start reading this and take it to the end and then at the end of the time I will come up and close us out. Lord, I pray you give people courage. I pray you inspire them. I pray you speak to them. I pray you fire them up because they are actually going to share their faith with someone and someone's going to get saved through them at some point in their life. In Jesus name. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Let's give the Lord a hand. What's up, church? Amen. How many of y'all, how many of y'all would say that was easier than I thought? Can I get amen? amen? Okay, so here's the deal. This little piece of paper, where's my little piece of paper? This right here. I got saved in 1984. I've been doing this since 1984. The Bible says the power of your testimony, Revelation 12, the power of your testimony can overcome the works of the devil in your life. This is powerful. You cannot perfect this too much. Don't lose this. Practice this week. It, it depends on what kind of personality you got. You know, to practice with people you know. But go up to people you don't know. Random people. Trust me. Trust me. If someone says, if you go up to someone and say, hey, listen, um, I, 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 I got saved, whatever, I'm a Christian. Can I practice telling you my story? It's, only, it's real short. It's right here. I just want to read. It's going to take two minutes. And they say, go ahead. Trust me, if you do that enough, somebody is going to get saved. All you have to do is read this. Okay, That's my challenge to you. Don't throw this away. This is gold. Lord, I pray for our church. I pray we would not be a church that comes to hear the preacher preach. Come to get entertained, to, get la- to laugh, and to have fun at church. I pray that that's only part of Your plan to equip us to go do what we got to do. We need to go to life class. We need to go to our groups and fellowship with one another. And we need to share our faith. And I pray that we would take this serious and practice, practice, practice. And not let the devil intimidate us into silence. This is what we need to be doing, especially in these dark times in our country. I pray for boldness. I pray for a spirit of courage and boldness and clarity. I pray against the spirit of fear because you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of sonship by which we say, Abba, Father, Daddy. So I pray for courage. I pray for clarity. I pray for supernatural opportunities today. Today. And that we would seek out people. Just say, can I share this with you? I just want to just see if I could do this. And then be sensitive to the spirit of God moving in that testimony. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. 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 Pastor, everyone say Pastor Marcus.
2: Kimmy, thank you so much for sharing today. Let's give it up for Kimmy. Appreciate it. You did a great job. Pastor Miles just on behalf of everybody, I just want to thank you for challenging us to do this. We appreciate it. And we know through this, people in our lives are going to be saved. Thank you so much for the challenge, Pastor Miles. We appreciate it. I'm going to bring up Jessica, who's one of our members here, who is hugging Pastor Miles. And she's on her way right here. And she's going to share what God has done in her life when she's decided to be all in with the Lord. Everybody say hello, Jessica.
3: Um, So I'm Jessica, as Pastor Marcus had said, and I am part of the care counseling ministry here and the pastoral support team where I wasn't always this way. Just three years ago, I was sitting where many of you are sitting, a girl completely broken and just feeling unworthy of love. But God, I said yes to him and gave my life to him and just wanted victory in obedience and following what he had created me for, for my purpose, and that's where I am today. As part of the pastoral support team, we have the honor to baptize many members of our church. And when I was asked to do the baptism, I was like, okay, God, this is part of the program. But God said, Jessica, there is more. Then I got asked to share the message at the baptism, and I was frightened, I was in fear. But God said, Jessica, there is more. I shared the message with my brother about the baptism. And he had strayed from the Lord for quite some time. But he had been waiting for the baptism. And it was an honor to baptize my very own brother with my fiancé that we were able just to, yes, amen. But it doesn't end there. God said, Jessica, there's more. When I shared the message, I had lost my place in all my nervousness. God just continued as I yielded to him, speak to those and people got saved that day. And I was like, God, he said, Jessica, there's more. The message was shared on social media and my cousin who was just watching online on just on Facebook, got saved. And God just continues to say, Jessica, there is more. That he took me, a broken girl who felt so unworthy And just gave me the ability to experience his love so tangibly that when I said yes to him, he made my path straight. When I said amen to him, that meant that I said amen, God, I trust you for who you say you are. That you are a God who provides. You are a God who loves me and will never leave or forsake me. So yes and amen will open up doors more, absolutely more than you could have ever imagined.
2: In that same spirit of joy, let's thank the Lord as we move into this time of giving our, our our tithes and offerings. Join me as we celebrate right here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As you guys.